0: We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now remember, Jesus did all these miracles that he did under the Old Covenant and the New Covenant's better. Now one of the reasons that Jesus could operate so perfect and upright under that old covenant was the fact that there was no sin in him. He had no sin. He had no sin consciousness. And you see, all the other people had sin consciousness. So he had no sin consciousness. There was no sin in him. He said, Satan cometh, but he hath nothing in me. The prince of this world cometh, but he hath nothing in me, had nothing to get a hold of him. So he could operate perfect and upright under that old Abrahamic covenant. But i got good news for you through the new birth. You know the Bible says that the blood of bulls and goats can't take away the consciousness of sin. But thank God the blood of Jesus can remove the consciousness of sin. And we, under this new covenant, and the same Holy Ghost anointing that came upon Jesus, we can operate without sin consciousness the way Jesus did under that old covenant. Thank God. I'd like to just get on that, but I better not. I better stay with this. Now, let me take you on a journey into the scriptures and point out to you what I'm talking about, about the authority of the body. Go to John the 10th chapter. One of the greatest revelations of the scriptures is found here. You know, we've been told down through the years, well, you know, this old flesh is just sinful. It's just no good, you know, the old flesh, you just gotta beat the flesh to death. Hey, listen, you better take care of this body when you lose this body, you're going to leave this world. You're going to leave this planet. This body gives you authority on this planet. Listen to the words of Jesus here in verse 1. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Now get this. Jesus said, anybody that enters into the sheepfold any other way than through the legal entry. Now, the door here simply represents a legal entry. There's legal entry into this building. You get your sledgehammer and knock a hole in the wall or knock a window out, and you're going to get put in jail for illegal entering, especially if you try it at the First National. <laughs> There's a legal entry into this building, it's through the door. Jesus. Specifically here in verse 1 is speaking of Satan. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold. Now the sheepfold, if you do a study about it, you'll find the sheepfold is the earth. It is not heaven. We're the sheep of his pasture. We're not in heaven. We're on earth, thank God. We'll be there after a while. But we're not going to stay there all that long. We're going to come back to the new earth, thank God. So don't get too excited about heaven. Heaven's going to come to earth. Praise God. Now notice something here. He that entered not by the door didn't come through the legal entry but got into the sheepfold some other way. The same is a thief and a robber. Specifically, that's talking about Satan. But by parallel, it's talking about also any being that gets in this earth any other way than coming through the legal entry so it would include that so not only does it include satan it includes every spirit being that is in this earth that was not born here i want you to get a hold of this that means that satan is an illegal alien to this planet he has no authority on this planet Jesus tells you right here, if he enters in by any other way than through the door, he's a thief and a robber. Then he tells you in verse 2 about himself. Specifically, verse 2 is talking about Jesus. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. See, specifically, that's talking about Jesus. He's the shepherd of the sheep. But yet, by law of double reference, by parallel, every person that is born in this earth, is legal resident of this planet. Are you getting this? I'm going to show you something that will cause Satan to lose his foothold around your house, if you get a hold of this. Satan does not have a physical body. He's a created being. He is a spirit being. He's a dead spirit. That doesn't mean that he doesn't exist. That means he's spiritually dead. Spirits never cease to exist but he has no authority on this earth. Jesus says he's a thief and a robber. Look at verse 10. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's the only reason he came. But I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Now Jesus tells you something here. One of the greatest revelations in the whole Bible is right here in these first two verses. That Satan came here illegally. He has no authority on this planet earth. A robber may be in the bank downtown with a gun and power, but he doesn't have any authority there. He may have some power, but he has no authority there. Satan in this earth has no authority. He has no legal right. He is an illegal alien to this planet, and we have authority over him because we were born in this earth. The legal entry into this earth is being born here. Jesus said it to Nicodemus, that which is born of flesh is flesh, that which is born of spirit is spirit. There in that verse, he gives you, in the third chapter of John, he gives you the legal entry into the earth and the legal entry into the kingdom of God. And as you come right on down to verse 7, he said, verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door. Now don't get that mixed up with the same story he's telling here in verse 2. In verse 2, he came in with the door. In verse 7, he is the door. Now there's a great difference than coming in through a door and being a door. Now what happened between the time that Jesus said, I came in through the door? He came in through the legal entry. That's the reason Jesus had to be born of a virgin. He had to have the body of a man, but he had to not have the sin that went along with it. So he had no earthly father. God was his father. The life of God flowed in his veins. And there was no sin in him. That's why he had to be a virgin birth. Jesus had pure life in him, no sin there, but when he came to this earth, he did not have the ability to heal the sick, raise the dead, and cast out demons, but when the Holy Ghost came upon him, you see, his body gave him authority to do it, but God had to furnish the anointing, and you know that if God anointed him, where would you go to get a higher anointing than God? If Jesus was God manifest in the flesh in all of his divine Godhead powers, God would not have had to anoint him. He would just went about doing the things that God would do. But you notice Jesus said, I can of myself do nothing, but what I see the Father do, that I do. And he says, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. In other words, he said, everything I do is what the Father would do. But he did it through the legal means of Of having the physical body born in this earth born of a virgin without sin a physical body that gave him a fire to hear then God anointed him with the ability to heal the sick raise the dead and cast out demons now here's what I want to get to you ought to be able to get your birth certificate out and run the devil out of your house The devil comes around your house and starts bad-mouthing you and saying it's not going to work and all this. Just get your birth certificate out and say, hey, Mr. Devil, looky here. Here's my proof that I have legally entered this earth. Let me see yours. (laughs) What authority do you have around here? He doesn't have any. He doesn't have any. He's illegal to this planet. Did you know that Satan had to borrow the body of a serpent before he could manifest himself in this earth? He had to borrow a snake skin before he could ever manifest himself. And he's been a serpent ever since. He's a poisoner. That's what the word serpent there means. It's poisoner. He poisoned Adam's tongue. But I want you to know Jesus came to this earth. He was legally born in this earth. He was a full-fledged earthling, thank God. And God anointed him with the Holy Ghost in power. Now you get your birth certificate out and say, Mr. Devil, I am legally born in this. You know, it's always amazing to me when you went to apply for a job or something, they want to see your birth certificate. And I always thought, well, you know, look like they'd know I've been born. Look here, man. I'm born. Did you know angels don't have birth certificates? demons don't have birth certificates and if you get a hold of this you realize something that satan doesn't have any authority around your house you have the authority you let god anoint you with the holy ghost and you take authority over the devil god has given you this body to exercise dominion in the earth this body gives you authority And you want to know something? That's why Satan wants your body sick, crippled, or dead. It's because he is irate over the fact that you have authority on the earth, and he doesn't have any. He usurped Adam's authority and did all he could with it, and he'll get you to twist yours around until where you'll use it against you. But Satan has no authority over the body of Christ. He has no authority over believers. Now, he exercised some dominion over unbelievers. But you see, even unbelievers have a body and they have some authority in this earth. They just don't know about it. You don't have to let the devil run over you. Exercise your dominion. Take authority over Satan and all of his emissaries. Now that's the reason, the very reason, that God wants to inhabit your body. That's why the Apostle Paul said, Know you not that your bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost? God dwelleth in you. That's why God wanted you legally born in this earth, so he can legally come and inhabit you through his Holy Spirit, which is absolutely legal under the Supreme Court of the universe, and anoint you with the same power that was upon Jesus of Nazareth. Thank God. Before we leave the broadcast, let me remind you that all of this week we have CD offer number 7114, Unforgiveness, a Thief of Faith. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, total of $11. Now when it comes to unforgiveness, we have no choice about the matter if we obey the Scripture. Because the Scripture tells us if we don't forgive others, we can't be forgiven. The great scriptures of Mark eleven, twenty three and twenty four Whosoever shall say to the mountain, be removed, be cast in the sea, doubt not his heart, believe what he say and come pass he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them, and you shall have them. But when you stand praying, forgive. Oh, we wish he hadn't said that sometimes. When you stand praying, forgive. For if you do not forgive your brother his trespasses, neither will the heavenly Father forgive you your trespasses. Well, of course, you've already been forgiven if you're born again. But you're going to make some mistakes, and you're going to have to ask forgiveness. You're going to have to confess your sin. You don't have to sin, but you can sin, and we do sin occasionally. Christians are not perfect. They're forgiven. And if you don't forgive others, you can't be forgiven. You just have to make up your mind that I'm going to do what the Word of God says. The apostle said to the Lord one day when he said, If your brother trespass against thee seven times in a day and repent, thou shalt forgive him. They said, Lord, increase our faith. You can forgive through faith when you can't do it any other way. And listen to what the apostle said after the Lord said that to him. He said, Increase our faith. They knew they could do it by faith, but that's the only way. You can only forgive by faith in some things. And make up your mind, I'm going to do it, and I can have what I say, so I say I forgive them. That's CD offer number 7114, Unforgiveness, a Thief of Faith. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. one 396 9400 Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call one 396 9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas.